My name is Brad, and we are Grace Teaching today. Remember to join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries um, at Facebook. So come on over and join us. Right here, though, we want to talk about what does it mean to seek the Lord under grace? We know under the old covenant of law, seek the Lord is something we need to do. And so we're going to talk a little bit about this today. So thank you for joining us. First of all, personally speaking, I was running from the Lord for 34 years. And, and so I was never seeking the Lord. <laughs> I was always running away from the Lord. In fact, when Christian friends and family would come over and we would be told that they were on their way, I would take off out the back door. And so, you know, that's just something that, you know, I used to do. And, uh, you know, I didn't want nothing to do with the Lord, especially seeking the Lord. And so that's why when I got a hold of this grace message, it was just so encouraging because it really has nothing to do with us. Absolutely nothing. It all has to do with Jesus Christ. And so the Old Covenant, remember, it says if you need to seek the Lord, then you will find him. i give you an example. Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. You see the prophet Isaiah there is saying, You need to do something. If you do something, he will be found by you. If you call on him while he is near, that doesn't mean he's always near under the old covenant. It means if you call on him, then he will be near. You see the problem with that? First of all, let's take a look at the word seek in the Greek language. It means to seek in order to find. It's used as a desire to search for. Okay, Part of speech, verb. That means it's, it's, it's an action. It's an action that we used to have to do under the old covenant law. We actually had to actively do this. Okay. Did you know that under grace, Jesus Christ is actively seeking you? That's right. Seeking the Lord under grace is him seeking you. Maybe some examples. So you just know that I'm not pulling this out of the air. Luke chapter 15 verse 4 suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it so Jesus is referring to the lost the one that is lost that he goes after he's not referring to the 99 who were already okay in him you see in Christ we're right we're okay so that's the 99 that he's referring to in the context. The one he goes after is the one he wants to save. That's the lost. You see that? So he goes after the lost. That's his job. We don't save people, folks. Jesus does. I can remember working in a care center 
for the first time. I've been working in them since the year 2000. Here it is, 2021. And so when I first started out, I remember talking to a pastor about saving people, going out and saving people. What are we going to do? There's so many lost people in this world. How are we going to start introducing them to Jesus and getting them saved? was my question to the pastor. He just kind of looked at me and, you know, kind of grinned and said to me, he'd come up close to me and whispered to my ear. He said, Brad, we don't save people. Jesus does. Man, I needed to hear that because that kept me from going through that care center and the ones that I've worked in since then and going to work, trying to get as many saved as possible. You know, that's not my job to save them. That's Jesus' job. My, all of a sudden I felt lighter. Jesus actively chose and found us. That's right. John 15 verse 16 says, You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Do you need wisdom? Well, Christ is our wisdom. You see, he chose us. He actively did this, folks. He actively initiated choosing us, and he found us when we were lost, and he saved us. Do you see how we're just the responders here in this, and he's initiating everything? Luke 15, verse 24 says, For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. The prodigal son story is a picture of a lost person getting saved. Notice there that he was lost. Now what does that remind you of? Doesn't that remind you of a lost person? That's who we were before Christ. And now he is found. How about this one? This son of mine was dead, but now is alive again. Think about this. He was dead, but now he's alive. Doesn't that remind you of our spiritual condition before Christ? We were spiritually dead, Romans 5.12 tells us. But we were made alive by God's grace. That's a picture of a lost person getting saved. That's a picture of conversion. Remember, the Lord seeks and pursues us. We don't seek and pursue him under grace. Why does the Lord want to seek us and pursue us? You know, when we stop, we get, a, we get this revelation that he says, I am. I am loving you. Whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. But Psalms 23, 6 says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Be encouraged. Thank you.